Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? I was just about to ask you guys a question. Yeah, go on. Uh, what massage is important? Besides a rub and tug. Just beating you to it. Um, but like remedial. Are you now? <laughs> <laughs> remedial. Uh-huh. Do you know what they all are? Or lymphatic drainage. Oh, that's when they drain your lymph nodes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. does really work. Does it work? I don't it's know. Mm. Remedial, I think you can claim on your um, health insurance. I know that's one thing. Yeah, well, there that is done. Thank you and for your Swedish. answer. Swedish. Um, shiitake. No, that's a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Asahi? Yeah. I See, I don't know. I've never, I think I've had a massage maybe once in my life. Yeah, but you don't like massages. I love no. massages. Yeah. So, But I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not the person to ask what, yeah. what the different styles are. I have two styles, not getting a massage and getting one. <laughs> See, I always like to just give my wife a massage. No, and you that's don't. that's all it is. I promise, babe, no. this will be just a massage. You I mean, that's unless you want it to be something else, but my intention is just to give you a massage. Uh-huh. So I want you to relax. Uh-huh. I want you to unwind. Yep. Thanks. So you just take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Who's that? Alias, alias Smith and Jones. He says, tiny feet walking all over your back. I don't recommend falling over in the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today's podcast. Um, do you need sunscreen to check Instagram? The answer. He was lovely, wasn't he? The dermatologist. He was. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll answer that question: whether or not you'll get skin cancer from your phone. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Just another thing that gives us cancer. And we reflected on the passing of the great icon that is Tracy Grimshaw, hosting a current affair. For she has intended, signaled her intent to resign. Mm. Mm. All right, here's our podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I was reading an article about a lady saying her skin is so good now in her 50s compared to when she was a teenager because mm. she said she's learnt so much. And one of the things she said was she wears sunscreen every day. She said it's really important even if you're in front of a TV screen or in front of your phone or laptop. And I was Did like, she That's say not like this? Same. Did you say... I wear sunscreen every day. <laughs> I can understand it's it's like it's good to yeah. prevent aging if you're going outside, mm. but I didn't know. So we thought, why don't we speak to a, a specialist, a dermatologist? His name is Dr. Shoban Manaharan. Good morning. Morning, guys. Thanks for having us this morning. Is this a sunscreen company just trying to make extra money no. or what? Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm a dermatologist, so I'm always going to tell you that to wear sunscreen, right? But... Yeah. Um, Look, the bottom line is, with all of this, um, the thing that people are afraid of, and there's a lot of press at the moment, uh, that some of the visible light from uh, computer screens and devices and and your phones may contribute to premature aging and and damage to the skin. Mm -hmm. Um, But to be frank, the jury's out. So, you know, there's some studies about 10 years ago that came out. There are small studies that show that, that, you know, potentially... There could be some damaging um, uh, role in terms of uh, uh, premature aging with it. What we do know for real is that if you have pigmentary problems, for instance, like melasma, uh, then visible light does play a role. We know yeah. that. Oh. Uh, there, there's some there's some evidence that you know potentially uh, a redness might linger if you if you have uh, uh, visible light and blue light on your skin all the time. Okay. Um, but once again, we need bigger studies. And, and to be frank, we use a lot of light. We use blue light as treatment. As dermatologists, we'll use blue light to reduce inflammation and, and treat acne and rosacea. Um, so, you know, it, it might sound like I'm sitting in the fe- on the fence, but, you know, bottom line is we're, we're still learning about this. And my recommendation to patients generally is to wear sunscreen all day, right? Ah. So whether you're staying indoors or you're going outside, mm-hmm. we know that ultraviolet radiation, so UVA, will come in through your windows, mm-hmm. and that can lead to skin cancer, it can lead to premature aging, it can lead to brown spots and, and, and problems with your skin. So, wow. You um, and I go out, you know, though, at want... night, Abs, and I see you at, at the restaurant on the putting, putting on sunscreen before well, we go I, That's in. why I've always got, like, one arm that's worse than the other, you know, and it's, like, the one closest to the window. I was pointing at my skin to the guys, like, demonstration of pigmentation because I've got it bad and I got it bad during pregnancy 
Are women yeah. more prone to getting it than guys are? Women are more prone to uh, developing this condition called melasma, which is a yeah. hormonal pregnant, uh, pregnancy-related and hormonal-related condition. But that's exacerbated by light, so mm. UV radiation as well as visible light. So if you have melasma, for instance, you've got to be absolutely strict with your photo protection, wearing your sunscreen all the time. Mm. If you've got very sensitive skin conditions like lupus, for instance, which can flare up with, uh, with all sorts of sun, uh, light exposure, it's important to be extra sensitive extra careful with your uh, with your sunscreen but you know bottom line is if you're if you're a regular guy you're going out and you know it's in the evening um you know you probably don't have to think about sunscreen too much and uh, mm. but but daytime use even if you're indoors i would recommend it for most patients i tell you who we have to call hey. the goggle boxes they need to know this information <laughs> post haste and sitting there endangering their lives for us for the last well, years. I, I just scanned the room. We've got 15 screens yeah, in here. down on us, I guess. You're like, right. That's why I put sunscreen yeah. on for the first time today. Imagine how young we'd all look if we weren't in here three hours a day. It's not even our fault. Hey, there was a few other comments that she made, and maybe there younger. is truth to it. She was saying that a lot of the stuff that's in at the moment, you know, excessive microbrasion, also dermablading, which if anyone doesn't know, we sort of say like shaving your skin with a right. razor blade, kind oh. of. Are any of those useful or can you overdo it? All of these things can be overdone, right? Um, some of these are useful. Um, things like uh, dermaplaning and, and microdermabrasion, they're, they're very low-intensity uh, treatments. You know, as long as you've got in, uh, you know, skin of, of reasonable quality uh, and you're going to a reputable place, um, it's a reasonable thing to do intermittently. Obviously, do your research. Make sure you go to go to a reputable clinic like ours um, or you're going to a clinic that you know about. Do your research when it comes to all of this. But bottom line is it's not, you know, these aren't heavy treatments. They're gentle, fluffy treatments. Mm-hmm. If you need something heavier and, and longer-term advice, come see a dermatologist like ourselves. Do guys need to use moisturiser? Because I don't know any man in my life, including the guys here. So, um, Maddie was saying that a specialist asked him if he moisturised. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, I got a skin check, and he's like, "Do you moisturise?" Like, has any guy ever answered yes to that? He goes, "No." Nope. <laughs> Do they have a different skin Look, composition that they don't need to, or is that just bollocks? It's just bollocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys do need to moisturise. I'm, I'm as guilty as any other guy, though, so I'm, I probably do need to moisturise more, and I, I probably need to moisturise my kids more. I'm, I'm bad dermatologist dad. I'm not, I'm, I don't do it as well as I'm <laughs> You'll have your licence taken away, Doc. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm moisturising my teenage years. I'm past that now. Oh, stop but, it. But I think... We, we all need to moisturize, not just because it, it you know, it let, makes your skin less ashy and less flaky, but also it, it provides a level of integrity to your skin, and that way it reduces your risk of developing uh, uh, inflammatory skin problems like eczema and dermatitis. We, we run, uh, we've just launched an eczema clinic for Australia, and, and the big part of us training our patients, educating our patients is moisturizing. It's not just about the medications. If you moisturize, you, you flare up less. Right. There you go. Okay. So I can't that, wait to see you guys moisturise when you get out of the shower. I mean, why I'm not are you there when we're out of the shower? <laughs> just standing there, making sure we get out back. Like, no, I didn't mean yeah, it no, like that. No, that's fine. Um, can you help us out? <laughs> you got a little spot there I can't reach. You got it? Yeah. Uh, thanks, Doc. Uh, thanks, Doc. Uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We've always said it's our favourite show. There is so much involved in it. You know, so much information, some drama, beginning, middle and end. It's unbelievable. How they put that together. A current affair. And every single time we bring it up, Stav over there is just like, oh, it's a terrible show. It's a terrible show. But yet you know so much about it. You watch it all the time. And we know, ah, 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 we know that you are so upset today because Tracy Grimshaw announced this. I have some news that I wanted you to hear from me before you hear it from anyone else. I've decided to finish up with A Current Affair this year. It's been a big decision, huge actually, and before the gossip websites start telling you rubbish, I want you to know it's been my decision alone and I'm not being shoved out the door by the boys club because I'm too old. I'm not too old, I'm just a bit tired. She will make the gossip websites. Don't roll your eyes that she's not good enough for that. She is the gossip websites. Uh, Now, this is the thing, and it's just because you guys are young, I'll admit it. But back in the day, <laughs> when Yana Went was on there, or even Mike Willis, mm-hmm. it was 60 Minutes, and it was quality reporting. She would, I think she would even admit it's gone downhill. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's why she's leaving. I love that she's when she quits, she goes, I'm not being pushed out. I'm just sick of this shit. Yeah, she's just tired. <laughs> she goes, she's I'm just tired. tired. She I need to play. get out of here. Well, she went on to say that she, you know, was working uh, during the mornings. Yeah, she used to do the Today so Show. She, That's right. She used to do the Today Show. Yeah, yeah. She was so good she on that. said that she would, you know, get in before daylight and then, you know, she's driving home and it's dark again. She mm. just wants a break. Mm. We thought, why don't we just prove to you, Stav, mm. the quality of the stories over the years? Oh, please do. The uninvited guest who's really on the nose in this suburb, engulfing residents' homes with an unbearable smell. They say it's making them sick and they want it fixed. It's gone right through my house today. No one wants to be outside right now. Shrek would love it. Shrek mm. would love it. Yeah. Because it smells like the swamp. Oh, we get it. Okay. She Everyone just, gets it. The thing about the show is it lets the everyday person have a voice. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. The little man gets mm. to stand up against the giant. Yeah. Mm. David Nor- and Nor- the Goliath. out on his street with a hairdryer pretending it's a speed And gun. you know what? They get things done. Do they? People watch that show and go, oh, God, I don't want to be in a current affair. I might have to pay them back the yes. debt. Yes. You reckon it's a d- deterrent for yep, crime? I do. Like I don't Batman? know who's going to take over. <sighs> it's big shoes. Who would it? It'd be Layla McKinnon, I think, fills in a lot. Mm. You would think if that's like, she's like the vice president, you would assume, but it's not yeah, a given. Yeah, don't assume. Mm. Who's around? Sam Armitage isn't on TV at the moment, is she? Oh, uh, yeah, she's doing uh, Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Did you, I, Channel? She was talking about, uh, no, Channel 7, right? Uh, yeah, Channel and she's 7. talking about her driving a bobcat, and it was really annoying. Because I didn't show her driving a bobcat. I uh, think she, she lied about she dri- it. No, I just wanted some good footage of her driving the bobcat. <laughs> That's how you do it. She's supposed bobcat. to have the B-roll. <laughs> uh, Tracy has taken down crime rings mm. as well. These dealers aren't peddling illegal drugs. They're selling cheap highs that can kill. This undercover sting will take you inside a deadly black market. Meet Dick, the self-proclaimed king of Australia's Nang Empire. (laughs) The Nang Empire. Yeah. Let's take down the Nangs. Rightly so. Yeah, I mean, they're not good. But then then when you need whipped cream, what are you going to do? By hand, Stav, by hand. (laughs) (laughs) Or some refreshing soda water. (laughs) There is nothing Tracy won't cover. Now, here's a sentence I never thought I'd say. It's the five-year battle over almost one million condoms. Dustin says they're missing and wants the transport company that was storing them to pay for a million more. While the company says, see you in court. Crossing swords over a million condoms. (laughs) How How does something called Trojan go missing? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I like to think I run a, a, a pretty tight ship at home. I do like to be neat and tidy, uh, and I do clean. I find cleaning very therapeutic. I like it. It's relaxing, it calms me. You know, I just whack on some tunes and get the house in order, put everything in its place because there's a place for everything and everything has its place. Well, it's good to have a full up, full back plan, you know what I mean? As a cleaner. cleaner, Yeah, Yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, Mm. just listening to music all day, cleaning someone else's rubbish up. You'd like it. Well, it's better than cleaning up your own rubbish because that makes you feel bad about how horrible you are. Yes. You can feel bad about them. You're judging them, not yourself, you know? When you're scraping things off your bathroom floor, you're like, ah, I'm a pig. (laughs) Mind you, I got a call from my wife. We were doing a bond clean at one of our last houses. She was heavily pregnant and the guy, he was the cleaner, he was large, overweight, dude and he was like how do you guys live like this <laughs> this place is filthy and i'm like you can die <laughs> you can die it's uh, why what was what was there I don't, it's just normal stuff it was a rental and you, you know you move the fridge and it was like this behind the fridge is filthy You're like yeah man I'm not and it's worse when fridge. it's a cleaner because he's already seen bad before that's true <laughs> yes but he, yeah anyway he, he he didn't make it out uh but we had a, a new air conditioning unit uh put in yesterday because our old one was on the fritz it uh, it died almost burnt down the entire house didn't know. Uh, and when they did that, uh, they moved the couch. And, oh, because it's a wall unit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they had to move the couch out. And the guy actually came over to me and said, do you want to um, just move the couch? Uh, do you want to have a crick um, at the back of it? Because there's, oh, phew, there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, so did he move the couch by himself or did he ask you to help? No, he had another mate. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so what were you doing when they were doing all this? I was watching them. <laughs> Making slime. <laughs> yeah. Vaping on the deck. Yep. <laughs> I offered them a beer. Um, what but, time was it? Did you offer them a beer when they turned up? No, after they finished. What oh. time? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, they finished about three. Oh, yeah. I do coffee, but I've never offered a beer. Yeah. I, I a beer's know. a weird thing to, like, you go, would you like a coffee or a drink of water? You do you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did beer. Hey, mate, um, I thought we'd sit around and have a beer. But he's like, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a bit of bit of stuff behind the couch. And there was. And I do like, <laughs> I do sweep under the couch, but I've realised what, what has been happening is I've actually just pushed a whole bunch of stuff right to the back. What sort of thing? There was five it- um, of Gussie's balls. <laughs> five of them we kept on, but we've they're very expensive. We keep on replacing them. There's five of them under the couch. There was a hairbrush. There was uh, random Rory's old cups that she has neglected to tell anyone she has um, dropped down there. You only got this couch a couple of years ago. Yeah. No, you got this couch like six months Six, ago. <laughs> six months was yeah. six months? Yeah, it's a brand new one. There was uh, what did you, when you took your old couch out? From you, did you not clean? Position. When you had the old couch? No, nah, because this one was bigger, so it actually filled up oh, more of the space. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Like you're like, ah, oh, could clean, or I could just dump a new couch on top of it. There was an iPhone, uh, what? and there was you a, need an iPhone. There was an iPhone. How could you not be missing a phone? Do you have that many phones that like burner phones that you just? <laughs> I refuse to answer that. I'm it. saying like I don't. It was an old one. You that... have an iPhone. Hey, Gussie, you want an iPhone? <laughs> don't put it behind the couch. <laughs> Yeah, he was calling one of his doggy friends. Didn't want us to know. Uh, no, we had uh, we got an old one. Uh, we were charging it for Rory to use, yeah. uh, and it had just fallen down the back of the couch and you know, stay there. I'm stay there. Very, our couch is not that dirty because Scotty's a bit of a clean freak, like Manny over there. So mm. he likes to move yeah. the couch. So I hate it when he's vacuuming. And he goes, mm. Can you give me a hand, love? And I'm like, oh, I don't have to clean behind it. You and you lift, lift it, it all. Yeah, you lift up the couch. Yeah, see, so we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's different though. Mm. You remember, like you were, you know, back when you were flatting uh, with guys, yeah. like the stuff you'd find behind the couch. I was like, would be not. I good. used to always change the cushions at home because I used to like the um, the coins. Mm. But you don't really get that anymore. No, you don't. No, no. And you no know, money. Like, uh, no, yeah, like a yeah. There was. It was about maybe two dollars seventy ish. Yeah. Um, but that's the other ones too, because as much as you can be a clean freak, I don't know anyone that goes, I'm going to clean the house today. I'm going to pull the fridge out of its wall. No, I've never done the fridge. You know, no. and then you, when you do move and you move behind the fridge, you're like, whoa, that's. Yeah. You don't want to do your back. Yeah. <laughs> and the dishwasher, the dishwasher never moves. Imagine yeah. what would be under that thing. Mm. We've got between the oven and the um, countertop, there's like a two millimeter gap and just stuff just falls down there all the time. I would, I would dread to think if we moved the oven out, what was behind that. Rats, probably. Oh, yuck. Mm. Well, I'm sure the smell would alert us to that. No. <laughs> Anyone want to come around? <laughs> it's sounding like a treat. Yeah. I don't know why that last last, <laughs> last cleaner was so judgy. Mm, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. How dare he? <laughs> 13, what do you want to know? 13, 10, 60, what you found behind the couch? Oh, behind the furniture. Open it up to furniture yeah. of all kinds. doesn't have to be a couch. You know, you be- very rarely move a bed. Kids' beds. Underneath the kids' bed is a treasure I reckon trove. you get things that have been missing for years. You yes. know, it's like the keys or the remote yeah. or That wedding jewelry. ring that you couldn't find. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be plenty of things you'd find under the couch that you'd just throw away because you'd had a fight with someone saying they lost. <laughs> They, lost they it. said no, you didn't. You're Do like, I call the insurance company and say that I've found it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what have you found behind your furniture, Jessica and Moray Field? Um, so it was in my son's bedside table. He would have been three, four at the time. We'd sent them to their rooms because um, they were misbehaving. A few months later, we go in, do a huge cleanup. Mm. And instead of going to the toilet when my son was in trouble, mm. he used a Ziploc bag. Oh, my God. So we found a Ziploc bag full of wee in his bedside table. I'm going to admit, Jessica, because we have a little synopsis, and I thought that was a typo because it says a bag of wee, and I just assumed that your three-year-old was cracking into the weed that early. So I don't know, which is worse, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but the lesson but what, there... even better yeah. A few months later, yes. he decided to try and teach one of his friends to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, the lesson there is never look in your son's bedside table. I don't He's think three. that's the lesson. No, I don't think yeah. that's what I said. Ever. Just explain if you're in trouble that you can, can still, still go, go to go the, the bathroom. bathroom. He'll keep in prison, though. he joins it and he's enjoying it. Well, you don't have to get up. Once you do it once and you go, wow, I don't have to get up. Have you guys ever done that? Peed in a Ziploc bag. No, like in a bottle. In a bottle somewhere. Yes, every guy's done the bottle. Where? What is the emergency? In the car. In the car. Why? Because you couldn't stop. You're on the move. Dad said, unless you pee now, I'm not stopping. Okay, Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
as kids or adults? Don't think about it too much. But like, I just want to know, as kids or adults? You've had done it as an adult, haven't you, Staff? What age yep. do you classify as an adult? Though I'm <laughs> still young at law. still young at heart. <laughs> Vicky, help me. I mean, a sink is a sink. Would okay, you, yeah. I will help you. <laughs> what did you find behind a couch? Okay, so I'm a home organiser in Brisbane, so mm. I tidy for clients. Oh. The funniest one was a set of keys, house and car, that they just replaced that morning. Oh, no, that would be so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the classic, they finally, re- like, found what they lost and they already spent yes. the money. Yeah. And they're like, we're looking for this, and then I find it, and I'm like, do I tell them? <laughs> or do I throw oh, yeah. it away? Yeah. Have or... you looked behind the couch? <laughs> what did you and do? I go, look what I find, mm. and they go, oh crap! Oh. You could have just used their car oh. every now and then whenever you wanted. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Vicky, it's good for you. <laughs> no, no, good cleaner. She's hundred percent. She's an organizer. That's true, Melissa in Karina. What have you found behind the couch? Hello. Yeah, this is um, almost what you said before, Stav. Mm. It was a second-hand couch. I'm not going to um, disclose where it came from, but it was a, gi- a giveaway second-hand couch, and in the cushions was a bag of weed. Yes. Well, in fairness, I'm just glad my couch went to a better place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for the couch. You're welcome, Melissa. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Bear with me for this, okay? okay. Don't, don't roll your eyes. Just have an open mind. Well, that sounds like a trap. <laughs> I reckon, no, open. you will like this. You will oh, love okay. this. Maddie over there is going to be judging me at judge face. But do you, how do you do your gardening? Do you do it barefoot? No, I will usually wear shoes or no. boots or something. Or ma- maybe if I'm being lazy, I'll put thongs on. Yeah, not anymore. So you, you've got the best environment to be able to do this because your lawn is mm. like, it's just, it's silk. It really is. When it's in its prime, not when it's now. Not because, the moment. you know, summer no. lawns are made seen, in spring. Always not in its prime. It's not, is it? No. It's like a, don't it's, it's like, like a, a window. Yes, like yeah. a little window. And then anyway. it's not like he gets out and frolics on it. You should frolic more. You need to frolic more. And here's the thing. Have you I'll ever frolic heard of with you. earthing or grounding? We're all going to frolic. He oh. won't do this. It's so good. So they've done They've done a lot of studies in this. And <laughs> the all latest... the kids in the neighbourhood frolic on my lawn. Yes. And they're doing the right thing because they're saying that you need to, and they've worked out that earthing or grounding, as it is called, needs to be done for 80 minutes. 80 minutes? It's a long time. A day? Well, they're saying however you can manage to do it, and mm. that is when you are barefoot on the ground. So you do it. I'm not saying walk around at the valley. That's not going to ground you or earth you, but I'm saying if you <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying like down the beach, it, they say that you should do it is the best mm. and that you should do it, you know, on your lawn because they're saying electrons. Okay. They're saying that you can get rid of stress via your feet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you can get them recharged and you're supposed to sleep better, yeah. less stress, right. less depression. I've started walking Gussie barefoot in the um, down on the oval. It's lovely. That's great. Mm. Do you feel better? Yep. Till G- I get bitten Gus by wears <laughs> shoes. Wears Gus wears doggy little crocs. Booties, yeah. But you're never, you're never. You don't like barefoot. You don't feet. like naked foot no. at ever. Not when I'm gardening, but I'll sit. I sit around my fire every Sunday, and I don't have barefoot. Don't yeah, don't. So have they're saying on. that a lot of people will, you know, when they're doing it, they're sitting on a chair and they've got their feet up. So they're saying you need to plant your feet. They need to be flat footed. You need to be flat footed, and yeah. if you do yeah. eighty minutes, but eighty minutes is a long that time, can't isn't be it? A day. But they're saying it um, helps your immune system. Um, Inflammation is gone. They're saying everything is so beneficial if you can manage to do it. Here's here's the next thing, right? The next thing. This is next level. So once you've managed the eighty minutes, when they say that, though, they don't mean mm. that's got to be as, again as well naked ground. That's not like walking on the shopping center. Like you can't. No, no it's got to no. be nature. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah yeah. It's out on the soil. Yeah, yeah. But yours, that's what we're saying. Yours is beautiful. You know yeah. the beach. You've got it right there. Yeah. Just going to waste. You should sell it. You Come should. and earth yourself at Maddie's house. <laughs> or maybe bring a little bit of your earth in and we could do it here. Yeah. Would that count, you reckon? If you have a little square of grass in? No, I think you'd have to be outside. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is one, this is the next level one that they've just done the study on. That That's great when you're walking. Mm. But they're saying the best benefit you could possibly have for electrons is to earth yourself during sleep. To sleep on the grass. So if you could sleep on the grass, they're saying that they've found, they did a study with um, patients with diabetes and they're able to lower their blood sugar levels mm. during continuous earthing during sleep. So they got them to sleep outside. We just we just love to make getting on the grass the medical answer to everything, don't we? No, it's not. No, no, no. You know, or the sand. Don't not, make it, don't make it about that. Get on the grass. It's not about that. So if you would like to, you know, sleep on your I lawn. Would. I 100% would in the middle of summer. It'd be beautiful out there under the stars. You just have no stress. 
Right. Unless but but if yeah. they're saying mm. naked foot, yep. barefoot on grass, uh-huh. do you have yeah. to sleep yeah. naked? Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. But you've got like allergy-free grass, haven't you? Wouldn't that be yeah. scratchy? A little bit. Maybe we should try the sand. Mm-mm. How do they get these people to do it? Would you go and sleep outside for that long? Well, how much? If they're paying, yeah. yeah. Of course yeah. you would. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my yeah. neighbours, though. Like, Matt's out the back pitching a tent again. He just didn't bring the tent. Yeah. <laughs> He's grounding himself. I do himself. sleep naked. <laughs> 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 Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow for $10,000. Certainly is. Stab's usual. Flick through the papers. Yep. <laughs> I got you this time. No. It is uh, Collateral. Ooh. What could the question be for that? Collateral. Tom, Tom Cruise movie. Cuddle. N- name a type of damage. Mm-hmm. Or cow. Name well, actually, words all of them. Stab can't smell. Spell. Smell. Collateral. Cuddle and cow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he has fun with a nail gun, looks like a glamour with a hammer, has a hoot in his steel cap boots. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. <laughs> nice lunch, Abby. Yeah. You always come through with the goods. Thank you, Scotty. Head to Abby's house. Hey, it's my house. I'm on the road. Yeah, can't you pull over? You know you can't do two things at the same time, even though it's hands-free. I've got two hands on the wheel, baby. I'll be right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, you bring the topic of the day, mate. What have you got for us today? Oh, is there anything going on at work now? I reckon Ash has got a crush on me, eh? Ash, our producer. Me three times this morning. You think Ash, our producer, has a crush on you? Have you ever met Yeah, him? I reckon I. And you've chosen this moment on air with your wife to bring this topic up. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, just throwing it out there. Anyway, look, beautiful people, I uh, got the opportunity to buy a boat. Oh. One that me and Abby are going to sail around Australia, well, around the world. Oh. oh, for your retirement. Last night he comes yeah. home and goes, and it, what annoys it about Scotty is he could deliver a big news in the same way he delivers I had a pie today. Mm. Like it's in the same tone and he goes, uh, yeah, I think I might buy a boat. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean? And I was like, is this off Rooster? And I don't wanna I don't wanna do this again because do you remember what happened last time Rooster was selling something, Stav? Yeah, yes. well, we should have bought it. That's right. <laughs> you Sorry. brought that up. It, you brought it, it up. It was a car, it wasn't for sale. It oh, got repossessed by yeah. his ex-wife. I'm not going into this. Was stuff. that the Monaro? <sighs> that would have been worth a fortune, a fortune now. now. And you would you wouldn't fortune. even be working today had you bought that. Yeah. So I'm not going so into much. it. I'm just saying that the, what happened. So I wanna <laughs> say right here, right there, yeah. there get the boat. Buy the boat. I don't even know how much it is. Oh, buy the dear. boat. Look at this. What, what, what's changed, honey? Because I don't... Don't you, don't you need a licence for a boat? Where are you going to keep the boat? Not my decision. You buy a boat. I'm happy for you. All right, let's oh, leave it at that, Scotty. Yeah, See you, you got what you need. You got <laughs> what you need. Dump and run. Dump <laughs> and run. Just leave it. Buy the boat. <laughs> what sort of boat is it? And how much is it? It's a, it's a tinny, so it might be a bit hard to sail around the world, but anyway... The start. Um, <laughs> oh, how good's Morocco? Me, 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 me. Off to Italy. Me, 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 me. Well, you've got to start small. Uh-huh. And build yeah, up. Okay. How much is it? Oh, we haven't talked about price yet. Wouldn't that be the one thing you. No, okay. Yeah, he kind of, um, he kind of said yesterday afternoon that um, you can have it, just get it out of here. So, who knows? Free boat. We haven't come to a price yet. Do Free you need boat. a license for a dinghy? Yeah. Yeah, you, you need do. a boat. Well, you need to, I need to go do a, yeah, I've got to go do a course to get my license. Now, if you get your license, you have to know that you are going to invite other men, probably Stav and Matt, on board. They can drink, you can't. You're aware of that, right? Yeah, you can have a couple of frothies, I think. If you have a couple of mangoes. Yeah, you're going to, same yeah, as driving. Same as driving. It's got to be under the limit. Same as driving. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just pointing it out there. Uh, we'll you know me, Hattie. I try, drive to all the things and, and drink light beers, so, you know. It's an issue at our so thing. I drove to the footy the other night and drank light beers and drove home. I drove home. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did too, so. But did he direct you? No, Because yes, technically, he did. He as navigator, you do all the hard work. I reckon you should go down this way. So we went his way and then we're in bumper-bumper traffic for three quarters of an hour. Like, uh, it wasn't that long. I was trying to get you home, baby. It was late and you had work the next day and... You were on a promise. <laughs> <laughs> but it had to be before us. It had to be before curfew. If you want a boat, Scotty, you should get a boat. I'm hearing mutiny. That's what I'm hearing within the hour. 
What? If you're on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of like bounty. I don't know if I trust you to take the kids on the boat. Just, yeah. Oh, perfect. Get better and better. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) He's stabbing Scotty on the boat. And I don't trust you driving, so take someone else to drive for you. Right. (laughs) And stay hydrated. Tick, tick, tick. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Toughest Nails football legend you know has an incredible truth to tell. Meet Danielle Laidley. A memoir of identity and acceptance, um, Don't Look Away, by Danielle Laidley, is available right now and she joins us on the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Now, can you tell us, what does the book explore? Is it talking about um, your elite football life and your perspective as now? Um, It's a a whole range of stuff. My childhood, um, the gender dysphoria as I was growing up, uh, disease of addiction through my family, has a little bit of football in it. um, (laughs) And it talks about what happened with the Victorian police. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, pretty much it covers a whole range of... Uh, subjects. You've been quite um, composed, I would say, when a lot of people have been irate and you brought that up about the, the police because for anyone that doesn't know, there was photos that were released and you just, I find it quite shocking that you would imagine that someone is there to protect mm-hmm. society has released something like that. What, what was it? I, I haven't heard the story, if you don't mind me asking. Um, I had um, an issue with the police um, and when I was getting interviewed, there was um, some police members who took uh, some photos of me um, and sent them to the media and were published Australia-wide on the front page of the uh, newspaper. Wow. That's how I was um, outed, if you like, yeah. with my um, gender dysphoria, which I had been living quietly by my, you know, uh, privately, mm. um, and I probably was a little naive to think that I could get away with it, but something like that, when a person's at their most vulnerable, um, you would think, um, regardless of who that person was, yeah. you would treat them with uh, care and empathy. Yeah. Well, they were shared in, you know, such a sensational because um, a lot of the police officers would have known you as such the, the champion of Dean lately in your football time, so it wasn't sent in. It was It was quite malice, the way that it was sent around. Yes, it was, um, but we all make mistakes, and yeah. I've made plenty. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's been tough for myself and, and my family, but I imagine it would be just as tough for the members of the police force for, for their family, and I do I do feel for them um, because every time it's brought up, it rehashes the, the whole thing. So, And I've got just got to the point in my life that, you know, if I keep looking in the review mirror about that particular incident, mm. well, I'll, I'll keep thinking that poison uh, forever and a day. And, um, I'm moving on with my life, albeit slowly. Mm. Um, but it's really good just to be able to live my, my life as, as myself mm. um, and feel unencumbered without any due stress or, or pressure that, that comes along with the gender dysphoria. Mm. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, obviously it was horrendous at the time and it put a huge focus on you that you didn't want. You'd been living this private secret life for so long, but it has allowed you to become the person that you are and and always were in a way, silver lining. Uh, Yes, it it, it has. And I'm grateful for the, you know, having spent 40 years in the AFL, you know, the AFL world, if you like, Mm. has supported me unconditionally Mm. Um, and I've been so grateful for that after living in fear and shame and embarrassment for all those years of what would happen Mm. um, when that day came. Now, it was taken away from me as we just spoken about, but it was going to happen at some point. We just didn't think it would happen the way it panned out. Do you, do you think it was such a secret for such a long time due to the fact that you did work in the AFL and it is such a male-dominated, and you know, boys on boys and that sort of society that it was harder for you? Uh, yeah, through that period, through, you know, I grew up in the, in the 70s and was playing in the 80s and 90s. But I think, you know, what we've seen in football in recent times, um, the business side of football is still as cutthroat as it is ever, but there's a different side to the AFL now where there is one of support um, and no judging and allowing people to be themselves Mm. Um, and the care and empathy from 
right from the very top in the AFL down to my football club, the North Melbourne Football Club, has been quite overwhelming. Hmm. I have uh, friends who are going through a difficult time at the moment trying to it's not. They're trying to support their child in the right way who is questioning their identity. Mm. And they always go, there's no right way for it. And they find that there's a lot more support, I guess, now for the children that are going through it. But they sort of, it's a learning process for everyone. Would you have advice, I guess, for them on how to parent their child the best way? Um, just love and support and, and, and talk to them. Mm. Um, you know, I was in the 1.8% of people for you know, all those years carrying that secret that that didn't tell um, anyone. And my my biggest suggestion would be that you, you're not alone um, and we can reach out, whether you're, um, you know, a transgender person going through your own issues or you're a family member of that person. It's really important to um, talk and, and understand um, with them because invariably when you transition, Everyone around you transitions as well. Mm. Um, so, and everyone goes at different speeds and different understanding, um, and that and that takes time. You know, that's probably the most difficult part. Well, um, thank you for your time this morning. Don't look away is the name of your memoir, uh, and it goes through all those stories that we've talked about, and, and I'm sure a lot more. So, um, Danielle, nice to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I remember when we were well, another day, another TikTok storm as someone put something up innocuously enough and then was bombarded with over millions and millions of hits of people telling her she was doing it wrong. And to be fair with this one, I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm going to completely defer to you on this one, Miss Coleman, because it involves cars. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know cars more than yeah, both of us. Yeah, I just don't want to be the lady and the man on the show, you know. But actually, that's so sexist of me. Sorry. Don't worry, I've got a meeting with HR this afternoon. So Do you? They want to, they've actually addressed what we put the issue in for? You're having problems with the lady man. (laughs) (laughs) Because have a listen to this. Okay. And then let me know if you had any idea that this was even an actual thing. I literally have so many questions right now. So this handbrake... You take it off when you want to drive and then you put it on when you're done driving. But apparently everyone on TikTok is coming to tell me that I don't need to do that if my car is in park. But I always put the car in park. Sorry, I'm in like reverse or like drive or whatever. And then I put the car in park and I put the handbrake on. Is, is that not what you're meant to do? Can someone please explain this to me? Because I, I, I don't know. Yeah, so you don't need to have your handbrake on if you've got an automatic car generally these days, but I always put my handbrake on if you're, like, bumped by it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And if you're on a hill. And I just think it's a habit for me, but I have to. But if you'll notice it's in parks, Mm. it won't go anywhere, right? But what they're saying is, what she's saying is, that's true. Yeah. But what they're saying is when you do put your handbrake on, when do you put the handbrake on? Uh, When it's in park. That's that's the wrong thing. Oh, you should put the handbrake on and then put it in park. Why? Apparently, the correct way to do it, and this is the argument, is to put the car in neutral, apply the handbrake, and then put the car in park so the weight of the car isn't resting on the entire handbrake. I've never heard of anybody that does this. Oh, I've right. never knew this was a thing. Sorry, because this, uh-huh. this, there are two debates there. Some people say... If you if you're on a flat, you don't need to worry about the handbrake. You just whack yeah. it, whack it into. But isn't into that gear. more? But then even when you're driving a manual, do you remember mm. people used to always say that you had to go through um, neutral to be able to do it? You wouldn't yeah. just go from one mm. to second. You're supposed to go through. But yeah, everyone knows that. rev that bad boy. Yes. You just go jump two gears. God, I miss a, I miss a, a manual. manual. I do miss a manual yeah. too. He's I only a nice gave it guy. up recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Now my car automatically puts itself in park. Park. Yeah. When I yeah, puts the handbrake on when what? I press park. What? Yeah. Wow. So this will be redundant in a while. Well, because anyway. some people don't have the handbrake. Like yeah, that. they have the foot ones or whatnot. I did two laps of a um, race car uh, in a Lamborghini of a race car track with the handbrake on because it was one of those foot ones. So I looked down and there wasn't a handbrake. I was like, must be from some fancy European car. Doesn't have a handbrake. Uh, did you damage that car? Yeah, I wrecked that car. Yeah, yeah. guy was guy was crying. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. But to be fair. What did you do? Did you just get and just... See ya! Walk? Oh, we've got a mechanic on. Here we go. Oh, great. Great, great, great. All Andrew right. in Logan, thank you for listening throughout this without getting too stressed, I hope. <laughs> what's uh, what's the deal with the handbrakes? 
Hey, so um, I'm not a full mechanic myself, but I am quite mechanically minded. Okay. Yeah. So the hole there behind the uh, handbrake before the gearbox mm. is um, if you put the, the car in park on a hill before you apply the handbrake, mm. the whole load of the car is actually on the gearbox itself yeah. and the mechanism inside. I wouldn't ever do it on a hill, right. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a gearbox is more expensive to change than anything else. That's true. A gearbox is way more expensive yeah. to replace than a handbrake. So, yeah. mm. But you wouldn't either. Um, yeah. You'd find yourself, if you're on a hill, it's automatic to put your, mm. put it in the handbrake first. Put the handbrake in first. But yeah. that's but that's what we're being told not to do. Nah, see, I wouldn't. I'd yeah. stop the car, park, it, handbrake. Right. Uh, Every time. Yeah. So, so, I don't know. Putting it in neutral is not really been like not a big deal. You can leave it in drive, mm. apply the handbrake, and when you go up through the selector into park, it will reach neutral and take the load off the gearbox before it goes into park anyway. Right. Okay. So when you stop, yeah, yeah, when you stop handbrake and then into park, that's perfectly fine. I think this just goes in that list of all the other things, like, you know, you're supposed to let your car idle for two minutes before you drive. I don't do that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's back, to, back, when, back when you had a choke. Yeah. Supposed to change the oil. Supposed yeah, to put it's not, water it's in not, it. Detrimental to the car. It's not the end of the world, but yeah. you know it does. It, it does prolong help the longevity of the car. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Mm. yes, exactly. I'm sure your valet at home are doing it that way all yeah, the time. Yeah, they are. Mate. Don't I, this judge. is purely for Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who is the odd one out? The odd one out. Yes, this is a brand new segment we've come up with, and I feel like this is going to be a really tough start to the game. It is. So. We've got four people in the studio. Their job is to trick us, mm. right? Because all of them that have come in are mums. The four girls are mums. As a mom! Which is my favourite. <laughs> but one of them. Our <laughs> job is to figure out who is not the mum in yeah. this lineup. And they're all going to pretend like they are mothers. They mm. are. Uh, can I go first? Yeah, let's go. Because we've got Sammy, Danielle, Molly, and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Can you guys all go and get your handbags? I was going to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> That's so a big has... giveaway. Do I have to put it on? <laughs> what is it about you think that if they were true, if they were a mother, they would have a large handbag? Able I would to imagine carry? Molly has the size just larger than a phone, really. Mm. It pretty much only fits my phone in it. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a Louis as well. It is, yeah. Thanks for mm. noticing. Is it, <laughs> is it rude to ask if it's real? Yeah, it is real. It is real. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, okay, I think we have bitch. our answer. <laughs> okay, except if she's come in today going, I've got no kids with me. Mm. See, the thing is, before we get to the questions, Molly could be trying to trick us. us as well because yeah. she's just got the, the hoodie on and mm. a real Louis Vuitton. So maybe, maybe the kids are with the nanny. Oh, Maybe. you know what I mean? Yeah. She's, she's rolling in cash. Mm-hmm. And you all look really young as well. All right, next, um, one more question then. Uh, what is your worst parenting fail? Hmm. Let's start with you, start Tiffany. With Tiffany. My eldest son is in Scouts and he had this big camp coming up a few weekends ago. Mm-hmm. So as a mum, you're like stressed out, you get this huge big list and you've got to spend hundreds of dollars on camping stuff because yeah. he had nothing. And then on the day, he's all packed and ready yet overnight and then we found out how long the hike was. He had to do nearly 30Ks, oh. carrying everything on his back. <laughs> oh, no. And I just looked at my partner and I'm like, no snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they did a little bit less in the end because of broken bag straps and stuff, so about yeah. 22. Oh, okay. Um, that's... But still... Yeah. Great feat for not even a 12-year-old. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Danny, right. if that's your phone, if that's childcare, no. you can answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering. That is must be childcare. Yeah, I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, Molly? Um, when my daughter was a bit younger, I wasn't fully aware of like how far she could roll and she rolled off the bed. Ah, yeah, classic. And it was like our bed, like mine and my partner's bed, so it's, you know, a bit higher off the floor. Yes. Mm. Yeah, definitely learned that day that she can roll further than I thought. And (laughs) wait for the cry. Don't you like when they cry? And to make it worse, like I was like pretty much fully asleep. (laughs) And so if I didn't kind of hear the thud and the scream, I wouldn't have realised that she uh, wasn't there. (laughs) What about you, Danielle? Um, so I'm new to mum life. Yes. Um, and my biggest fail so far was uh, not timing my feeds well enough mm. and then having to do it in a Macca's car park. Um, that was a little bit awkward in the mm. back seat, the yep. baby, people staring. Um, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for it. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my biggest fail would have been going to the shops mm. without bringing a spare pair of clothes. Yeah. Um, and he decided to have a 
poo explosion uh, all through his clothes. I had to wrap him up in my jumper while I went into the shop to buy him an outfit. Mm. Um, that's probably yeah, the biggest one yeah. I've had. Yeah. Oh, I don't know <laughs> They're now. Good, They're all they? very good. They're all very good. Yeah. All right, you guys can oh, ask. Um, well, an easy one down the line. Uh, how many kids? Three. How many kids? One. How many kids? One. How many kids? One. They all answered pretty quick there. <laughs> um, okay, can you each like I, I'd have to think. Uh, can each of you tell us um, how many hours of sleep you got last night? Heaps. I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> she might just be a great, great mum and the kids sleep through the night. Yeah, it could be older, yeah. 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 I'm probably like six. Mm-hmm. Six hours, yeah. yeah. I don't think I know what sleep is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, don't, I believe you. Yeah. Danielle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, about eight hours my son slept through the night, literally, since he was about five months old. So. Oh, she's a real I hope mom. that's a lie. Because they're the ones that just <laughs> brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got any ideas. I, I, I reckon I've locked mine in. Oh, really? Yeah. I reckon they're all mums. I reckon they're throwing a doozy at us this time. <laughs> what do you think, Manny? Mm. Tiffany is sucking back the biggest coffee in the world, <laughs> So she's busy, busy. That's why I'm getting a mumba vibe from Tiffany because she's drinking coffee on the radio. She's, she's like, like got, confident. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I've been here before, and I think it's just the one of going, eh. Yeah. Mm. I don't need to prove I'm a mum because I've got three kids who just constantly. Uh, <laughs> Caffeine is life. Yeah. Regardless yeah. if you're a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Molly, I think, was throwing me with the bag. But I reckon that's just because she knows she's got no kids today. Mm. If I was to pick anyone, I would say it was Molly that wasn't the mum, though. If I was going to pick anyone, I would go with Danielle. Right, okay. Well, we have to make a decision. We don't ask any more questions. Yeah, you ask one more. Do you mm. find your partner annoying? Yes. Isn't that a given <laughs> for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's annoying? Yeah, like, we could be situation. here for a while. Yeah, I got a list. Like, <laughs> where do you want to start? Okay, so Tiffany, Molly, Daniela are in. Sammy, you were quite quiet there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, he's he's great. He's done really, really well okay. as being a father. It's definitely nah, she doesn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, I think I've picked. Okay. I think I've got mine. I've got, my, right. I've got definitely got mine. Okay. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back uh, and we will uh, we'll figure out. We'll try and see who is the odd one out here. It's Stav, Abby, and Matt at B one hundred and five. Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Is the odd one out? The odd one out. The odd one out. Yeah, we're doing the odd one out. There are four ladies in the studio. Um, they all say they're mothers. One of them is not. Our job is to pick who is the odd one out and who is pretending. Um, here's a recap of them answering questions just before. Can you guys all go and get your handbag? I was going to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> Molly has the size just larger than a phone, really. It pretty much only fits my phone in it. <laughs> what is your worst parenting fail, Tanya? Uh, not timing my feet well enough mm. and then having to do it in a Macca's car park. Um, How many hours of sleep you got last night? Heaps. I lost count. I'm probably like six. I don't think I know what sleep is anymore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> about eight hours my son slept through the night literally since he was about five months old so. Oh she's a real I hope mom. that's a lie. Because they're the <laughs> ones that just brag. Yeah. <laughs> Alright so now it comes time to decide. Our reputation is on the line here. <laughs> what are you thinking, Stav? <laughs> I'm thinking uh, the bag. The, the, the bag the, through you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Eve Saint Laurent bag. I don't think a mum's going to... It's Louis Vuitton, but... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All right. um, I'm going to lock in um, Danielle. Okay. Is it not a mum? Yeah, he's not a mum. It's more of a vibe for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, which I don't know. I, I just think that you'd think maybe Sammy yeah. because of some of her answers, but I think that she's just... Um, she's Try. kind of really enjoyed the mumhood. Mm. Sammy had the, the poo explosion story. Mm. Yeah. Or did someone give her that story, though? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to lock in Danielle as well with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it because of the breastfeeding in the back of the Did, car? It didn't sound convincing Big enough. Thing. Yeah. And, and I, I think when you're caught out, you just you whip them out and just feed wherever to keep the baby quiet. But I didn't, but I didn't quiet. whip it out first, bubs. How many children have you got, Danielle? One. One. You said you yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 knew to it. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. By the third, you're flopping them out everywhere. Yeah, but, yeah, by the third, you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I whip it out and don't even have kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we appreciate that. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so I'm going to go Molly. I'm locking in Molly. All right, are you sure? I'm gonna, we're going to lock in Danielle, Danielle. then. Danielle. All right. Yeah. Can the person who is not a mum please stand forward? You are one out. Oh! Yeah. 
<laughs> Danny L. There we go. I am not. You just wow. seem too happy. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, like, I did, I used my best friend's story. Right, yeah. right, right. got a little five-week-old, my right. nephew, so. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, we'll go with that. And Molly, explain the handbag. <laughs> I'm baby-free today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Good job. Mm, Very well good job. It was, that was a tough one, though. A really yeah. tough one, because yeah. you all look so young as well. So how old are your kids, Um, So by the end of the year, I'll have a 12, a 10, and an 8-year-old. Wow. Wow. And she's like, they all sleep now. <laughs> guys, I do not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good job. You Thank go. you so much for coming in. Appreciate well done, it. Thank, Thank you. you. You can see them and play this game online right now on our Facebook page. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Passwords. Mm. You know when you've got to constantly find out which is your password and then you've got the password in your phone? Do you have that? And you just keep the passwords? Oh, you get the, the password app? Yeah. Yeah. You do that and it keeps it? Oh, you can save it like a chain thing. Yes. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go into your passwords and then all my passwords, I've got notifications saying that all these passwords have been uh, hacked into. Yeah. And I look at them and I go, eh. Oh, well. Eh. What's is the worst that can happen? It's too late now, isn't it? <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they want to get into my bank account to put money in there. Maybe. Pay my bills for me. Maybe. Well, mine was my eBay account. Ah. And I was like, eh, what are they going to do? Send me items? Take away items? Can they buy buy things in there, though? Is your or cre- wouldn't it come up notifying me that they've bought that? Yes. So, no. <sighs> but then again, sometimes I forget what I bought and I go, really? Why did I buy gloves? And then I realise it was a dress-up party. <laughs> <laughs> so... Thanks, but no thanks to passwords. The NBN. <laughs> They've been building it for, what, 10 million years now? Well, now they're doing upgrades. Uh, you can't upgrade something that didn't work in the first place. That's what I thought yesterday as the NBN were digging a massive hole in my front yard. Your lawn. Oh, my God. Your lawn? Not one hole, but two holes. Do they know that you're a member of some sort of elite gardening? Well, they should take a look and know. Wow. They're out there. Mm. They dug one hole to just check where the water was so they wouldn't hit the water. Do they cut it and take that bit of lawn and put it aside to re-put back in? No, well, they're putting a big pit in there. So we have the NBN, but apparently it's on the lines above because we've got above power lines, mm. and now they're deciding to put them in the ground. So they spent the day yesterday just working their way up the street, mm. massacring the hard work. Do you didn't even put your lawn on your neighbour's lawn so it was consistent? Yep. I look, <laughs> I, I look yep. after my neighbour's lawn. Idiot. He doesn't. Yep. <laughs> was it because you were being nice or you just thought it would be look better if it was all consistent? We wanted it to all look the same. Well, wouldn't it look better for you if the one next door was awful? Why don't you do the whole street? Mm. I'm, look, I'm getting close to it. <laughs> God. No, so his driveway, from my driveway to his driveway, mm. he may own some of it, but it belongs to me. Do you know what you should do is I like to send bad photos of our lawn to Maddie. So he's like, I'm going to take care I'm of that this year. I'm going to come around and fix that up. You go, oh, yeah. no, you don't have to. We love it. <laughs> Send me a photo of your television setup. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> so to the NBN, <laughs> digging holes, mm, scoring thanks. goals. But no thanks. Yes, as I said earlier in the show, in case you missed it, we did get a new air conditioning unit put into the house. And the issue being that the new air conditioning unit is smaller than the last air conditioning unit. And in the time frame of having the last air conditioning unit, we got the house painted. Obviously, the painter didn't do behind the air conditioning unit because it was attached to the wall. <laughs> so now I have little patches of blue. That colour was hideous. It's really hard oh. to match it, though, as well. What are yeah. you going to do? Can move. Going to move. Going to move. <laughs> Can you put a little photo on each yeah. side? No, just move house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. I need to call him back just to repaint that bit and say you missed a bit. You missed a bit. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't notice. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105.